0: major league hoops presents the starting five you gotta pay to play baby good evening as it is right now i am john once again joined by mr chris wentworth and this is the first starting five we have uh in the season
1: chris how are you doing sir um i could be better you know i took a a, a nice l against dr teasler um and uh, you know I'm pretty upset about it. It came down to the it came down to the wire. You know we were extending blows towards one another to the very last second, but uh, he came out on top. So I'll wish him a congratulations, and uh, you know I'll hope for better luck this week.
0: Yeah, I mean I I gotta say that it, I had a I thought I was gonna get slammed this week because Kyle usually like hands me my shit. Um, I was pleasantly surprised that uh, I, I was kind of dominating most of the week, but that was more so just because of some players, I think, underperforming on Kyle's team uh, and, some, and a couple of key players on mine just like a little bit overperforming. Um, that being said, spoiler alert, I'm not in the starting five uh, just because I think that there's a lot of holes in my team. Um, oh, well, how generous of you, yes, yes, I bequeathed that to myself uh, I'm a little I'm a little uh, sore throat today, so i'm I got a little Irish breakfast tea decaffeinated a little bit of half and half in there uh, at this uh twelve thirteen a m east coast hour on uh Monday or now tuesday and uh, so. We'll be relying, uh, it's going to be a little bit more mellow of a pod for that matter.
1: Yeah, baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like a public radio. <laughs> It'll be yeah. like NPR. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Um, so let's start off. Uh, we'll start off with, uh, start, I don't know. You want to go from the top or you want to go from the bottom?
1: Um, I think that we should go from the top. From the top? Okay.
0: Let's go from the top. So, at the top, shocker, it's Ian. Uh, Dame Judy Dutch, which is a fantastic name. Ian always has great names, I think, each season. Um, and I got to give him credit. I mean, the guy is just the, the team he drafted with all of his draft picks courtesy of – with his two extra draft picks courtesy of Pete and, you know, Dame Rolard and Luka Doncic. Um, they look pretty good. I mean, Keldon Johnson has been halfway decent in, you know, talking about like 20 points per game, because I think he's the only guy scoring on San Antonio. Uh, Chris Paul has been in his advertised. Donovan Mitchell has been better than advertised. I don't know if Garland is still out, but I mean, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Davis have been banging. And then like you have that insane game from Balanchunas the other day. Um, even picking up the slack for places where it's not looking as rosy with like players like, uh, PJ Washington, who hasn't quite been that fantastic. He's been serviceable, but you know, I mean, that's like, that's also like his last pick. So I don't know, Chris, what are your thoughts on Ian's team? I mean, I think that we kind of covered all the same time, but
1: yeah, I think that Ian's got a fantastic, um you know, base to work with. Um he had a hundred points from the week, uh or on the week from Donovan Mitchell and Dame Lillard. Um so that's really cool. <laughs> um yeah, no like that's that's amazing to get a hundred points from two different players. It's pretty pretty phenomenal. Um and then yeah, like Anthony Davis hasn't I don't I don't think he's missed any time at all. And so like I think that he took a knock on draft day. So Ian um, definitely feasted there. Um, you know, Valanciunas has been a little up and down. He had a really fantastic game. He had a not so fantastic game, but I think that you know, week in and week out, he'll be he'll be more than enough to hold it down as Ian's. Um, you know, I guess it's like you could count him as a center or as like his second center behind AD if he put AD at center. Um, and then yeah, you know, other guys like Luca, Chris Paul, to. Help reinforce everything um yeah I think that the one thing that might be interesting to see is like what Ian does with his wings um you know like Tobias Harris did not have that great of a week um Calvin Johnson did have a pretty good week but who knows like you know last year he was pretty up and down overall um Cam Reddish did not have a good week and Montrezl or uh, Montrezl Harrell is like I don't know if he's even usable. No, I, don't he's not on his, I don't think he's even on his team anymore. Oh, all right. He might have had him just for like a day. Maybe it was just like a quick little stream. Yeah, but I... but anyways, that, that could be said of um, Herbert Jones, um, who's mm. another wing there uh, that, you know, is just not really looking like a viable fantasy option at the moment. But that being said, like, you know, all of these guys, Ian could chuck them all the free agency and, and he wouldn't skip a beat. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll just re- and like one of my favorite stats that I do like to mention because I think it's it's not necessarily a stat that's going to count for your uh, end of the week numbers, but it should be noted is total minutes. And you know, Noel played the fewest minutes last week at eight hundred and seventy. Ian played eleven hundred minutes. So, like, anytime you have that kind of a differential, you're definitely going to win and potentially by a larger margin. Um, If we go to the scouting report that I have from uh, hashtag basketball in our league, uh, Ian. So the one category Ian is not top five in is adjusted field goal percentage. Ian is first in free throw percentage, second in three pointers made first in points, fifth in total rebounds, fifth in assists, second in steals and second in blocks. I mean, he's just got a powerhouse of a the team. There's not really much much more I can say about it.
1: Definitely, definitely had a great week. Uh,
0: let's move on here to uh, really, I think, it's surprising number two for me. Uh, mainly because I talked about it in the in the post draft pod um, that he did take a lot of gambles that I just wasn't that comfortable taking, but it seems to. You know, working out pretty darn well for him. Uh and I gotta hand it to uh I gotta hand it to Justin. I was very wrong about this team, at least after week one. Um because first of all, Paolo Panchero looks amazing. Uh that was a fantastic pick. Uh same thing with now like markin is looking fantastic. And I can't remember, I think he might have even added him off of waivers. No, he did draft him, my bad, in the eighth round. Um, which is actually relatively early, uh, but no, probably not for him. But anyways, you know, both of them look fantastic. Uh, Halliburton looks to be exactly the guy that we were talking about in the preseason. Trey Young is Trey Young. Rudy Gobert at one point was averaging, prior to, after the first two games, was averaging like 20 rebounds a game or something crazy. Uh, and that's kind of overshadowing, you know, the fact that Brogdon hasn't quite been Malcolm Brogdon exactly like I don't think he's quite been a rosterable player in my opinion um, so far I, I don't know if that's going to really change all that much but you know between him and also I mean Christian Wood's been fantastic for what he does and coming off the bench but you kind of wish that he'd, he'd played a few more minutes because those, num- those numbers would go sky high but as a whole, the the team's really been performing quite well. And I mean, I, I think it's an accreditation solely at the like almost entirely to Halliburton, Markinen, and Banchero right now.
1: Yeah, I was gonna bring up the uh Markinen and Banchero picks, really paying dividends, at least so far in week one. Um, you know, Trey Young and Tyrese Halliburton are doing exactly what they were supposed to do. Um and then, like you said, Gobert holding it down defensively <clears throat> is going to be kind of key. Because, you know, all, a lot of these guys are offensive spark plugs anyways. Like, Bantero's not doing much else besides providing offense at this point. Uh, Markinen is providing elite offense, and that's about it. You know, he's a, a little bit of a help in rebounds, but not nearly as much as you'd want from, like, a four. Um, and then, um, you know, Trey Young... Is really like you know dependent on his points as well. Although Trey Young hasn't been shooting well so far to start the year, Um, I'm noticing now. But anyways, you know, all that being said, these these guys are more like they excel more in the offensive game. So he needs Gobert to hold it down defensively in order for him to have like a well rounded team. Um, So that being said, you know that could be the one area that we could see a little improvement maybe is like from the defensive side of things with boards, you know, blocks, steals. But then again, you know, guys like, um, Josh Hart can usually help with that. Brooke Lopez is going to get you a block. Um, Jeremy Grant is usually really good defensively. So he's got guys to help make it up as well. He's got a very well-rounded team.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, and this is surprising to me. Uh, it, to be quite honest. I just didn't anticipate it. I know that's been the boon, like I was saying, with Mark and and Banchero, but he the worst ranking that he has in any category is he's eighth in adjusted field goal percentage, free throw percentage, he's third. Uh which honestly, out of all these numbers, that's probably the one that's gonna fluctuate the most. Um, but I, out of, like, I can't sit here and be like, Ian's first in free throw percentage because he could be like 12th by the end of the week. Who knows? Um, it's too small of a sample size. But uh, Most of these are too mo- small. Most of these are. Yeah. I'd say the defensive numbers aren't so much. Um, but I do think that like I'd say points and like the defensive numbers aren't so much. But um, yeah, free throw percentage, he's third in. Uh, three-pointers, maybe sixth, Points, he's fifth. Total rebounds, he's second. Um, assist, he's first. Uh, steals, he's seventh, and blocks, he's third. So not, not a bad number all around, right there for uh, for Justin, or you know the man with the most boring team name in the league, Team Fleming. Um, I love geez. it. <laughs> so moving on here, uh, number three, got to go with Paul. I mean, Paul has had a... I mean, I'll actually let you ta- start off talking about Paul because you did end up facing him this week.
1: Yeah, so, you know, it's just it was grueling to try to get ahead in any category because Paul, whether he had two guys playing or whether he had a full slate of guys playing, he was just able to put up ridiculous numbers. Um, you know, I think that he led the league in several categories this week. Yeah. Um, jokic is obviously jokic you know he had 72 points 29 assists 33 rebounds on the week like you know that's ridiculous um and then you got other guys as well um you know harden had a fantastic first week he's looking very very much like a keepable player so that was a good decision on paul's end um Jalen Brown, you know, I think he had, like, one bad game, maybe, if you even want to say that. But other than that, like, the the other two games were fantastic. And, yeah, he's just got really good, solid people holding it up. You know, Vucevic as a second center is awesome. Um, uh, You know, guys like Trey Jones, um, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Keegan Murray's also looking like he's every bit as promised. Um, and yeah, he's just got a lot of guys that can hold it all together um, underneath, you know, the stars Harden and Jokic.
0: Yeah, Paul is, uh, I mean, Paul's doing it. I, it. Especially this is with a, I mean, I think one of the things that he he really has going for him too is the fact that I think Jamal Murray still is like getting his footing back. And I think we haven't, like he hasn't fully gotten back to speed and I think he will get back to speed and that will be another huge addition. Um, I don't know how long Terry Rozier is going to be out now with the sprained ankles. So Kelly Oubre could be another great addition there as well. Um, Dude had 24 points, 10 rebounds the other day. So yeah, I, uh, I agree with everything that you just said. Um, to go through the rankings on him right now, he is leading the league in adjusted field goal percentage. He is second in free throw percentage. He is first in three-pointers made. He is fourth in points. He is fourth in total rebounds. He is sixth in assists. He is fifth in steals, and he is sixth in blocks. So that's a – I don't know. It's, it's pretty good to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely, um, like I said led the league in a couple categories this week so pretty good pretty good start yeah
0: I mean I I'm trying to see again I think he is he is playing Kyle this week so that is going to be that's gonna be an interesting one to kind of keep a keep an eye on and uh, yeah also like I like I said you're facing everybody in your division at least three times this year and whoever you faced last week you're gonna face four times so Noel yikes good luck, man yeah um, <laughs> Uh, moving on here at the fourth spot I actually had you Uh, so why don't you tell me quickly about your team Chris how
1: did you feel that uh, you did yeah I did all right Um, I'm I'm feeling like percentages are going to be an issue for me this year which they usually are because I usually don't really care about them as much as the counting numbers because percentage numbers to me are you know they're a little bit more in flux but I don't know, sometimes I I feel like when you have the the percentages down, it helps in other areas. So it might be something that I need to reconsider going forward. But anyways, all that aside, strategy aside, I had some solid weeks from some people. Before he got hurt, unfortunately, over the weekend, Brandon Ingram was looking like Studley McDudley. um, And I was very excited to see that. But uh, alas, he had his nose hit. I guess. So, yeah, he went through concussion protocols, and hopefully he'll come out soon. But um, anyways, aside from that, CJ McCollum, another Pelican, looks really, really awesome. He had a 12-assist game over the weekend. That was really, really nice to see. Julius Randle looks like he'll be a great support beam for my squad. Sadiq Bay, after a really bad first game, had two really, really nice uh, back-to-back games. And then, you know, the the... The star of my heart right now. <laughs> uh little Benny Benedict Arnold Mathurin, Mathurin, Math Urin, as my team is named. Um yeah, he looks really, really exciting. He looks very, very much like he could compete for rookie of the year. Um and yeah, I really hope they actually put him in the starting rotation soon.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I think that it's your team is just all around very well like, I'm looking at your stats just from tonight. This is Monday night, and you had, like, you had eight starters, I think. One, two, three, f- seven. Sorry, seven, because we start nine now. And uh, honestly, like, if if I'm looking here and, like, you got 110 points. You got 110 points and 20 assists, 36 rebounds, 13 three-pointers made, 19 from 24 from free throw, which isn't great, but it also is been terrible um afg was a little bit low uh, but like four blocks seven seven steals like it's uh, just a very well balanced team that you can get that kind of those kind of numbers really right off the jump uh on a night where you're starting like royce o'neill grant williams isaiah jackson that you're seeing kevin porter jr goes for 26 tonight julius randall goes for 25 and 12 kevin porter went for 26 and 10 Simons went for 29 tonight and uh, with an 853 AFG in Matherin, like you said, in, in only 25 minutes, uh, despite the crappy AFG four for four from from the line with uh, 17 points two assists, four boards and one three pointer made. I mean, and that's without LeBron James or Sabonis starting or like you said, Brandon Ingram being out. I, I just I think your team is built very well so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would love to see a little bit of improvement from Cade Cunningham and Sabonis, but I think that that will balance out in time.
0: Yeah, if we, uh, if we go to the rankings right here uh, real quick, Chris is ninth in AFG. He is also seventh in free throw percentage, like we were just talking about. Those so percentages are kind of the tricky ones right now. But third in three-pointers made, second in total points, which makes sense based off what I was just talking about tonight. Uh, sixth in total rebounds second in assists fourth in steals and eighth in blocks so a little bit of uh, improvement to be done but overall i think a, a pretty pretty solid team well thank you uh, moving on to finally number uh number five spot i'm gonna go with jimmy uh jimmy again he kind of to be quite honest, I think he kind of proved us, uh, right. I, Cause I think there's oftentimes where like, we say that somebody has a good team or say that somebody has a bad team. And obviously the season happens week one. It's in, it's week one. So you get those immediate jerk reactions, but I mean, Jimmy's team looks pretty good. Uh, he put a pretty solid showing in that, uh, in that first matchup. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's he's got a pretty promising team so far. What are your thoughts so far about Jimmy's team?
1: Yeah, I think he's got a pretty promising team as well. Um, I think that it's really well spread out. Um, his leading scorer for this week was actually uh, Siakam with eighty three points, but he had let me count this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys go for over. Forty points, which is pretty good, um, all around. I mean, he had a really good week from Tyler Hero. He had a pretty up and down week from Vassell but I think he found his footing after a bad first game, maybe. Um, and then uh, also had good games from um, guys like uh, Shangoon. He had a real Shangoon had a really good game. Uh, I think um, Paul George had a really good game. Had a really good couple of games as well. Uh, The one thing that I'll say is that he's got a few guys that he's going to have to figure out really early on if they're going to be dead weight or not. Like Bobby Porter's Jr. does not really look like he's going to be fantasy relevant this year. Um, Norman Powell does not really look like he's going to be fantasy relevant this year. Um, And unfortunately, you know, for me and you, John, because he's our boy. Uh John wall, I don't know if he's gonna be I think game. I think he will be i, I was I know uh, you I know you're holding out hope and I appreciate that <laughs> and I respect that but those three guys specifically all played less than forty six uh the like the, the most minutes each of them played was forty six well throughout I think the that, whole week
0: well I think it would, it would, let me just say this about John Wall because I think
1: Sunday's game really showed
0: that he still has it. Um, he looked fantastic. He only played 21 minutes in that game because they're trying to ease him back in. But I think it's only a matter. Like, I think John Wall right now is he is the better version of what everyone does with these injured guys like waiting for their return. because this guy is return. He He is playing on like a and will provide you some value. He's not gonna be like some dead weight on your team um taking up an ir spot and you're like i don't know like it's just annoying building that mental kind of thing of being like well when he gets back he'll be good um i think john wall is gonna be fine i think he's gonna he's gonna kick the shit out of reggie jackson for that leading role They ain't no way reggie jackson right he is holding on for dear life i know he did what he did in the playoffs i don't care john wall has already proven in the preseason and he's also proven so far that like in these two games we got to see him play that he should be the guy starting. Um, I will say that Jimmy, the, uh, it's a little unfortunate. Like, it's, uh, I think Shengun, I would love to see him get more minutes. That's, that's,
1: I know killer. that he's, I think that he's day to day right now. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I know that he's he, an illness. Um, it's oh, like, all right. But yeah. he, he's not going to be starting in either case. And I don't know if he necessarily needs to, to be valuable or not. He just needs to get the minutes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on in Houston with minutes. They're just so weird about it. But then speaking of minutes, I mean, Siakam and Fred Van Lee do like, I don't know a thousand minutes each. Compare like comparatively, I think Jimmy should also be pretty proud. Like, I, I applaud not keeping Donovan Mitchell at this point. Um, I know that he's what third on the player radar right now, but I think a decent chunk of that is because Garland's Garland been down. Out. Yeah. yeah, like I think once he comes back, like Garland's only played thirteen minutes this season. Okay, I think when he comes back, that's going to be a Different set of stats for Donovan Mitchell, yeah. um, it's and, I be, and I think that uh, I think that Siakam looks fantastic. I think that uh, I think that Siakam looks great, as well as uh, uh, the other guy, Paul George. He caps. It just sucks that Paul George is out right now, um, and due to a non-COVID illness as well. Um, Tyler Hero looks fantastic. I mean, I think the team is pretty pretty well built um if i go through to the one final time we'll go to the uh, the rankings here and uh see um see how we do the uh the adjusted field goal percentage by the way guys we're not going to do the bench today um i'll throw out a six man uh just to keep an eye on um but it's not going to be as in-depth as this other stuff uh afg adjusted field goal percentage all right, um, Jimmy is it's kind of like smack dab right in the middle. He's uh, right seventh. seven. Um, and as far as the other categories, again, yeah, 11th in free throw percentage, but I think those percentages will kind of even out. Uh, he is ninth in three-pointers made, ninth in points, seventh in total rebounds, seventh in assists third in steals and then 12th in blocks. So you might be sitting there being like, John, this guy doesn't sound, these numbers don't sound all that too promising. But I think what he's seen so far from his team uh, is pretty promising for me, at least to continue here. Uh, As far as throw out one other team um, to just kind of round out the starting five here and the team that I'm still, I know I talked about my team, but the team that I still think is pretty good and it kind of underperformed this past week was Avery's team, uh, the league champ. Avery, he tried to stream a bunch of guys, went six for six. He used six players on his matchup streams. That Darius Garland injury, like I said, that hurts him a lot. I do think that he... Still has a pretty darn good team. Um, I mean, Embiid has been kind of uh, all over the place, but Devin Booker's looked unreal. Great call call keeping him over Kyrie Irving. Um, And then finally, I was going to just go through the numbers with him because they are pretty good, and I did want to mention them because I do think he deserves mentioning. Now, one category that sucks for him is adjusted field goal percentage. He's in 12th, which is last but he is fifth in free throw percentage, eighth in three-pointers made, third in total points, third in total rebounds, fourth in assists, tenth in steals, but then fourth in blocks. So you're looking there, you got points, rebounds, assists, 3 3 and 4 and then blocks you're in fourth as well. It's a pretty decent showing for Avery and I think that he's a gonna be pretty well set up for the rest of the season so that wraps up the starting five from my end uh, i know that chris stepped away for a moment i'm not sure if he's
1: uh, yeah uh, um i mean you know I- i'm here yeah all right <laughs> no i was just gonna i was gonna comment on avery as well i was gonna yeah, say sure. that he's, he's got another team that are uh looks like it's pretty well rounded from top to bottom um you know he had good weeks like you said from Embiid, obviously um and then also um let's see he ha- he ended up taking down the champ from last year so you got to show a little bit of respect for him Well that. no no he is the champ from last Or sorry yeah so he is the champ from Yeah the last Steven team. Steven took him
0: down and i think Steven got you got did you lose to Steven or did he beat Steven i can't remember
1: Uh no i lost to Avery and no, I know I, I couldn't remember if
0: you or Avery beat Steven in the second round. I think you beat Jimmy and then Avery beat uh Steven. So this is kind of a little bit of a payback game for him.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um Devin Booker <coughs> looks really really good too is what I was going to say. Did you mention that? Yeah, I was just saying Devin Booker he
0: just looks like he was absolutely spot on at keeping Devin Booker over Kyrie Irving.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would agree.
0: Uh that
1: that does it uh, from my
0: end. Chris, do you have anything you wanted to add?
1: No, just thanks for listening and good luck this week.
0: Yeah, good luck this week, everyone. I'm going to go back to uh, playing Vice City Remastered because, you know, it's what you do at, at midnight. Um,
1: yeah, and, I hold fold this laundry.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah, I got to try and figure out why these random civilian. I entered codes and <laughs> because I don't, that, that's how I play Grand Theft Auto and now for whatever reason uh even if i die or go to jail like every single citizen in the town or in the in vice city just like starts to kick my ass like Mm -hmm. they are sprinting to beat me up yeah so well that makes sense (laughs) yeah total sense (laughs) (laughs) thanks rockstar yeah exactly anyways that's gonna do it from us uh y'all take care and have a great week
1: happy doobie